Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. So good evening, everybody. Welcome to Recovery Talks. I'm Leah Wetzel, Montana's Peer Network's Certified Behavioral Health Peer Support Specialist. I'm a recovery coach, and I am just very grateful and honored this evening to have uh, such an amazing special guest with us. She's actually my relative. Uh, She's doing some amazing work, and I'm so, so very proud of her and honored to to have her time and be on here with with us on this safe space. And so, Kelly Rutherford, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Sure, sure. Thank you so much for having me, Leah. Um, Oki, Nitaniku, Kelly, Nimoktoto, Anskapi, Pikani. I said hello, relatives. My name is Kelly. Um, I'm an enrolled member of the Blackfeet Nation in Montana. I'm also a descendant of the Little Shell Chippewa Cree tribe. Um, We were a landless tribe up until 2019, became federally recognized. Um, So I I honor, I honor both, both people because that's where I come from. I come from both, both places. Yeah, I'm really grateful to be here with you, Leah. My cousin. Um, also too, I, uh, I actually live in California, grew up in the Bay Area, Oakland, California. So, um, I didn't really grow up on my reservation or near it. You know, I, would always go back and visit and, and I know where I come from, um, but I considered an urban native, you know, we are a lot of, there's a lot of relocated Indians in, in the Bay Area, where in fact, at one point in time, we had the largest native population in the bay area due to relocation and so there are a lot of natives here we're, we're really intertribal and there's gifts with that too but uh, i work at the native american health center in oakland california and, and i love where i work and i'm, I'm a human resources assistant <laughs> so i'm the toby if you know if you watch the office and i've been there since march but i've also did i did native american heritage month this year i'm also participating in some new projects coming up um, with native american health center so i i love where i work we're actually the the biggest employer of American Indians in the city of Oakland and arguably the San Francisco Bay Area as well. So um, we're really, I love where I work and I love what I'm doing. And so that's a little bit about me, where I'm at right now. Thank you, Kelly. So going into our interview, I wanted to uh, allow our listeners to know a little bit more about um, your recovery, like where you started. Um, you know, what was the turning point for you and, and, you know, about where you're at now? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, you know, I'm really grateful to have a platform to be able to share like Indigenous recovery, you know, Indigenous wellness, um, because that's been the key, like the cornerstone of, of my recovery. You know, my sobriety date is May 13th of 2017. And it is actually a really special day for both me and Leah. It's actually Leah's brother's birthday, my cousin Scott's birthday, who is no longer with us here, who has transitioned into the next world. And it just so happens to be that day. Like, what are the odds, you know? And that just goes to show that, like, my ancestors have carried me through this whole process, you know? Because I just thought it was a day, right? Like it was just the day that I I gave everything up. And it was the day that I was like, not going to smoke weed that day. And, and it just so happened that it was, you know, Scott's birthday. And I didn't really find the meaning in that. And in fact, I forgot about it up until 2019. I had two years already. And then I'd seen, it was like a Facebook, it was his birthday. So I seen it on Facebook and I was like, oh. And then I just like, it hit me, you know, I can go, I can go into like a long thing with that. I've had a few spiritual moments being that, that, that it was Scott's birthday um, in the past, but yeah. So I got uh, sober in 2017. I, I, uh, I'm a member of a 12 step program and, you know, I, that's, I, I give my gratitude and my thanks for 12 step programs, you know, because that's what really carried me, you know, and what I know about the, my disease of alcoholism is that it's a, it's a family disease, right, and, you know, and then Leah, you can speak to this too, it's, it's intergenerational, you know, alcoholism has, you know, been in our family for generations, and yeah, so that's like really all I've ever known, you know, it's really all I've, I had ever known growing up is alcoholism and drugs. And it was such a core part of my identity that I didn't know anything different than that. And, um, and uh, you know, I, I have parents that have mental health issues. I have a brother with mental health issues and I have mental health issues. And so you know, alcohol and drugs become like the solution, right? Like they become the thing that numbs and brings us together, you know, and, and tries to alleviate some of like the pain um, that we all had experienced like as a family, but also like as a culture too, you know, as native people. So, you know, what I'll say with my experience is like, I started really young. Um, I started drinking and using really, really young, about 11, 12 years old, and I, I instantly fell in love, and, and I loved the way it made me feel. Um, it helped me to take out of my, out of myself, because, you know, like, I'm super insecure, I was super fearful, you know, like, I, I, I really dealt with feelings of, like, hating the self really early on you know, and, and part of that is just being a young girl, but most, but it's, it's because I've also, I'm a native woman, and I've had generations of native women that didn't know how to love themselves either, you know, and so being, not being able to talk, not being taught how to love myself, and how to be okay with myself, um, and be okay in my body, 
um, it, it creates a lot of fear and a lot of pain. And so, you know, drugs and alcohol were just the quick fix, you know, and, um, and that carried on until, you know, until I was 25 years old. You know, I mean, and and I mean, I'm an, I like to call it, I'm an all day, every day, or, you know, like, I don't mess around, you know what I mean? Like, I do not mess around when it comes to the disease, you know, or I should say the disease does not mess around with me. And uh, yeah, it was, a, you know, and, and drugs of all types, alcohol, you know, and I've experienced a lot of consequences, a lot of, you know, I've, I've been to jail and I've, broken bones and car wrecks and you know broken relationships and hurt people and you know like the list goes on and on and on um, of consequences but you know like the turning point was like I remember it was it was Super Bowl weekend of 2017 and I wanted to drink really bad, but I was like trying not to drink because my ex at the, my, my partner at the time didn't want to drink. And so I'm like trying to pretend to be not an alcoholic, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I'm trying to like not drink and when you have the disease, like I have it, there's no deeper pain, you know, than trying not to drink um, when I have no other ways to cope and to live my life. Um, and so I went on a bender that weekend and uh, like I lost my phone and that was just like a normal thing. Like I never had like a phone. I never, you know, but it was just like, you know that deep dark pain on the inside you know and I so I went on that bender and then I like come to and then like I found myself in a, in a meeting and I was like wait what what am I doing and you know and it was actually my partner that was that told me was like he's like you should get back in a meeting you know because when we first met ha 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 I was coming out of um coming out of treatment you know, so, <laughs> you know, and he's like, you know, maybe you should like try that. And I'm like, genius, um, <laughs> genius. Maybe I should try that, you know? And, um, and I did, and, you know, I, I didn't get sober instantly. Um, it took a lot of learning. Um, it took a lot of, um, insanity, right. To like, to quit drinking and then to quit doing drugs because I couldn't stop altogether. I had to really piecemeal it. So I quit drinking first and then I stopped doing drugs and then I stopped smoking weed. And so that took about three months for, for that to happen. And it got, took three months for me to get fully, completely abstinent from drugs and alcohol. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful that it was nobody's time, but God's time, you know, creator's time, not mine. And it happened the way it did and the way it was supposed to, you know, I was carrying a lot of, around a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And so, you know, God gave me the grace to not have to do it all so quickly. Um, and to also say goodbye to that life, you know, there's that life, you know, and then I, I know that for some of us, there were fun times and there were good times that we thought, right? Like we thought, um, 
And so it was also a part of like the grieving process for me to say goodbye to that life and to let go. Thank you, Kelly. Some wonderful words there, some some words of wisdom. And just being somebody that's watched you through life altogether, and then to be able to see you before and to see where you're at now, it's just, you're a miracle. You're a miracle and it's amazing. And I'm so blessed to be able to share this Red Road journey with you. Thank you, thank you. And so going into uh, part of what you said within your, within your job. So throughout your journey and then cleaning up, you found this amazing, amazing job with um, one of the biggest Indian Health Service uh, offices there is. And you get to work with one of the greatest uh, um, pioneers of Indigenous recovery, uh, Theda Newbreath. Shout out to Theda. How was that? She's like, that's a movie star right there. She's on movie star level. <laughs> right. She is. You talk about Theda anywhere. And she's like, they're like, Theda, oh yeah, I know Theda. Um, I'm telling you, it's yeah. So I haven't actually had an opportunity to work directly with her yet. Um, but we're definitely looking to bring her out for some of our new projects. Um, but, you know, I've, I've known Theta in the community and, and she's just, she's amazing, you know, and, and she's such good medicine and like, and talks about her recovery so, so gratefully, but also so openly, you know, and like, it's really a light and for, for Native people that, that want to get well, you know, and um and I'm definitely one of those people, you know, one of those Native women that have been inspired by what she's done in the community, you know, and um, it's always great to see her, you know, before COVID, I'd see her at all the events, you know, I'd see her everywhere and we'd always get to catch up and we'd always get to talk and stuff and um yeah, it was, it's, it's always great to see her, but, uh, but yeah, I haven't had an opportunity to work with her directly, but there's, we do, like I said, we have projects coming up. I can't wait to tell you about, uh, but I have to keep it on the hush hush for right now. Um, until we have more, more information. So yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a lot of respect for you on that discernment because, you know, working within a recovery agency, uh, which is, you know, there's a huge movement within recovery, um, a huge movement within just being an Indigenous individual as well. But my boss, you know, we got a lot of lot of plans in the making and just, I'm not the best at keeping the hush-hush. I get so excited. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll see it soon. There's going to be a lot of revealing on social media, but what I will say is that the projects coming up that I'm going to be a part of have to do with culture as prevention, you know, and I know that's something that you and I have talked so much about and like your, you personally, your whole mission in life from what I've seen is just like, you know, how culture can prevent so many different, um, so many negative outcomes for native people or I'm having trouble kind of explaining that but like it's it's preventative for suicide you know it's preventative for 
drugs and alcohol, you know, it's preventative for, you know, uh, violence. It's preventative for, um, you know, you name it, body, body and wellness, you know, all that stuff. And that's really what, you know, um, me and my job and our, our different committees are really working on is like really taking back um, and, and revitalizing how culture can be used as prevention. Um, and so I'm, I'm really grateful um, to be, to see what's going on and to be a part of this movement, you know, in Indian country and in urban Indian country to revitalize um, what we've all lost and to like also turn back to our traditional and, and sacred, sacred knowledge, but to also build anew as well. That's beautiful. And it is. And, and that is one of my main targets is to all of our Indigenous and, and those that acknowledge our ways and, and really connect with our ways um, to allow them to see that view that culture is uh, wellness. Our culture is wellness. And that even if they're not Indigenous, they live on Indigenous ground. And so being knowledgeable about that and and really uh, learning about that. And if you're curious about that, you're more than welcome to, to join us. Kelly has been one of the, well, it's been me and Kelly, the developers of a group that's gotten pretty famous pretty quick on Facebook called the Red Road of Healing. It's a Facebook group. And on that platform, Kelly and I have developed the Warrior Down uh, Healing Talking Circle. And she's been my co-host since, she's probably April of last year. And so we're going into our second year here soon. So how has that been for you to, to work with those from uh, the 8th Judicial Drug Court, 8th Judicial Veterans Court, and really all those that come on that platform, because we get people from all over, you know, in treatment centers, coming out of treatment centers, coming out of incarceration, because uh, we, we are on the White Bison website as well. So how has that been for you to, to work with, with those individuals? I'll definitely say first and foremost, it is an honor. And like, shout out to Leah. Wait a second. Can we just... <laughs> Shout out to Leah, just going in headstrong, coming in hot with this well bridey and warrior down movement, um, coming in real hot, Leah, and uh, it's just, it's been an honor to, to walk this red road with you, you know, I mean, I can't, I can't even, you know, there were times, and I don't know how, there were times when it's, you know, that um uh, how can I say it and we didn't know if he's gonna make it you know and um it's just amazing to see all the work you've done on yourself and the work you've done in the community and what I'll say you know that group doing the work and like being in that group and seeing all these different, you know, native people from so many different backgrounds, like it brings me hope and it, it comforts me 
like they're they're healing me like you know what I'm saying like like I go in there and I'm just like like coming with an open heart with with love and and it's like they're healing me you know like by just being in that space and like being being a native person in recovery and you know and um and getting to share that you know and like this you're right it's this is a movement and it's become big like we have people that come in there like we've never met before you know and I'm just like whoa it's so cool it's so cool and we get to share that space with them and and like I think there's this also this level of trust you know that that we've built with everybody our like our core members in the group you know that this level of trust is this, you know, native sense of humor and, you know, laughing at each other and having a really good time, you know, um, we, we share that, but we also get to like really be vulnerable. And like, in my experience, like being vulnerable and in spaces like that, like that's where the healing comes from, you know? And like, I really struggled and I've shared this in the group so many times. It's like, I've really struggled with like being the only native in a meeting for years you know and and I have a lot of like really wonderful non-native friends in recovery like I really do and I love them and they're amazing but there's nothing like being in in a meeting in a sacred space in a talking circle than with other native folks that want healing and want recovery you know there's there's nothing like it you know, and like Leah, your commitment to the group is just, it's shown and it's shown and it's shown. And I'm, and I'm so grateful, you know, um, that you, you've created this space and you've created this safety for, for people, for Native women like myself and, and, and for others too. So yeah, it's, it's been amazing. And it's also, you know, it's really humbling to be around folks that are also some, from such a different background than mine. Like, yeah, we're Native, but we also come from so many different walks of life. Um, and to just hear that and, and to hear about that experience, like, it really helps me and centers me and grounds me too, you know? Definitely. And thank you. She's got me in tears over here. <laughs> So what has been the biggest um, blessing, the biggest gift uh, within recovery, within your recovery? Wow. Um, <laughs> it's a big question. And I will say I have learned to really love myself. And I know that, and I feel kind of selfish saying that, but it's this level of like, you know, as Native people, right? Like we've been taught through the generations to like hate ourselves, right? Like really, like really, really, we have been. We've been taught to hate ourselves, to hate the way we look, to to hate our culture, to hate our languages, because you know, settler colonialism, right? Like it comes in and it's eradicated everything that we've known, you know, including taking our land. But I've, I've been able to experience creator's love 
And I've been able to experience creator's grace to be able to like love myself, you know, in a sense of like, I've learned how to like actually take care of myself physically, right? I've been able to, um, I've been able to like reconnect, you know, with my culture and everything, but it's just this, like, I, I have this like sense of respect and dignity for myself that I've never had before um, that has just leveled up throughout my years in recovery. And, and I'm probably seen as like, what's an old lady? <laughs> like, I'm probably seen like a, like an old lady, you know, cause like I prefer to stay in on the weekends and I go to sleep early and, you know, but like it, those are the things that I, I need to do to take care of myself, you know? And that's, you know, it's what I talk about with my sponsor all day, every day is like, I need to take care of myself. And so I think the biggest blessing is like, learning how to take care of self, learning how to love self so that I can be of service to my, to my fellows, you know, so I can be of service to, to my people, to my community, you know, um, and so I think, like, that's the first thing that I can think of, you know, and, and then there's also, there's nothing like rebuilt relationships and rebuilt connections, you know, like, for example, you and I, you know, we've had a, we've, we had a relationship, you know, when, when the disease was involved, of course we did, you know, but we've been able to build a whole new relationship with one another, like in recovery, and it blows my mind. <laughs> it blows my mind that that's possible, you know, and, and just like the possibilities are endless you know, in recovery, they're endless. And, you know, another big blessing is like, I have dreams of the future. You know, I have, I have hopes for the future generations, you know, like, like, you know, media portrays native people as like this, like sick and suffering group of people, but wait a second, like we're healing, you know what I'm saying? Like we're revitalizing, we're coming through, you know, with, with all of the wellness. And I'm so grateful to be on that like native wellness journey, you know, and, and, and to see other people's that like other native folks that like inspire me, you know, like native wellness Institute, they're, they've been a huge part in my, in my recovery and like my journey, you know, um, with healing and with like physical, you know, health as well. So yeah, like I can go on and on about the blessings, you know, but like I was, we had our group earlier and I was talking about, you know, like physical sobriety, like physical abstinence from drugs and alcohol, like that's the baseline. And then everything takes off from there. It's just, once we can achieve that, right? Because it takes a lot to just like get a day without drugs and alcohol like it takes a lot but once we can like accumulate days into weeks into months and possibly god willing even years like that's where it takes off you know and i'm really grateful that i that it has so some words of wisdom there and you hit it dead on um you know our people were you know, within colonialism and within what happened in history, you know, it's in our DNA. And, you know, we're, we're born into 
a culture where we have to fight. We have to fight against that that self-hatred and and identity has a huge part in that finding our identity. And my grandpa Blackie used to always say, if you don't know where you come from, you'll never know where you're going. And so you hit that dead on. Um, and so you talk about your hopes and dreams and and what you aspire to be and and to possibly develop. Let's say just some miracle happened, which miracles have continued to happen. Um, you were able to um, develop those things. What would what would one of them or some of them look like? Yeah, it would definitely be bringing being like recovery based, you know, and going to all the reservations and just sharing with them, you know, like hope of recovery and, um, you know, different healing workshops and different, you know, all that stuff and, and, you know, trauma-based stuff and, you know, just being, being like being in health, native health and wellness, you know, and, um, yeah, I, I, it's hard to say because I'm still so like, what is, what is creator want to do with me? You know, I, like, five years ago it was like I'm gonna be a teacher and then and then three years ago it was like well no we're not gonna be a teacher anymore COVID hit <laughs> you know <laughs> right and then and then it was like well you know now now I want to do something like recovery based and um you know, there's, we have our, you know, shout out to Native American Health Center, we have our community wellness department, you know, um, but it's, it's really hard to, it's, it's difficult to build like Native recovery, because there's so many other recovery groups out there, you know, but yeah, like, I definitely want to continue this movement with like Indigenous recovery, Native recovery, and trying to, you know, bring hope to other native folks that like feel hopeless you know that like can't get a day but want to be sober so bad you know so bad but they just can't do it and then also to just you know I also really like one of my biggest hopes and dreams is to be like really knowledgeable in my traditional ways too I know that even back home on the reservation, like not many folks are, are. And so, yeah, that's, those are my other hopes and dreams is to like, be able to like become knowledgeable in my, in my sacred teachings to be able to pass it on to the next generation, you know, and um, to continue living healthy and to continue living well and to be good in all I do. So, yeah. That's beautiful. And it doesn't sound too far-fetched. And you've already started your, your journey of learning your ways. Uh, Kelly and I, uh, we were blessed to be able to take the, you know, some of the traditional teaching classes, and then also our uh, sacred language course with Leonard Steen. And it was great to go on there and there's about 400 people and you could just feel your ancestors, whether it was on Zoom or not. You feel I'm in, you know, I was in my living room. I felt I'm in here and I know you did too. And uh, just to know that there was that many folks on there wanting to learn was huge. And 
I see you already starting that journey and you know what you have to say people need to hear or people specifically need to hear I definitely could see that in your future we'll wrap it up here but I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to jump on here um, and thank you for always taking your time to co-host with me um, check us out we're on the red road of healing uh, we do the Warrior Down Healing Circle every Saturday night at 7. It's a Facebook event. Um, come check Kelly and I out. And uh, we also have uh, the United Legacies LLC page uh, where, you know, we sell, we sell gear that we've developed. And uh, again, I just, I'm very honored to have you on here. Very blessed to have you in my life. And, and thank you for coming on to Recovery Talks. To our listeners, I hope you got something uh, that was said tonight. You know, you can implement it into your life. Use that, um, use that good medicine, that scoffy medicine. And we appreciate you for listening in. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works, recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible.